Hi and welcome to the We Going to Make It podcast show where we bring to you the latest updates on emerging tech. Now today we'll be discussing the recent events surrounding Bitcoin and inflation and how it could impact the future of money. Recently Alex Thorn, the head of firmwide research at Galaxy, shared his thoughts on Bitcoin at the Consensus 2023 conference. Thorn shared his experience with Bitcoin during the Cyprus banking crisis 10 years ago when he first noticed the surge in Bitcoin's price. Local authorities had imposed a 10% tax on withdrawals which led to a growing interest in bankless digital money. Now in recent weeks Bitcoin's price rallied due to speculation that stress among the US and European banks will encourage people to consider Bitcoin's intermediary free and censorship resistant qualities. However, the context today is vastly different from Cyprus crisis of 2013. The crypto industry is facing its biggest challenge yet as it struggles with financial establishment. Let's understand this a bit more in detail. Let's start by understanding what financial establishment is. Financial establishment refers to the traditional banking and financial systems that have been in place for decades if not centuries and are generally considered the foundation of modern finance. These establishments include banks, investment firms, insurance companies and other institutions that provide a wide range of products and services. Lacking financial establishment on the other hand means having limited or no access to these traditional financial services. This can occur for a variety of reasons including being underbanked or unbanked which means having no or limited access to banking services like saving accounts, loans, credit cards. It can also occur for individuals or companies that are unable to meet requirements or qualifications for obtaining these services and products from traditional banks or institutions. Lack of financial establishment can create significant barriers to financial stability and growth as it limits access to credit and other products that are essential for achieving goals and pursuing opportunities. It can also limit access to basic financial infrastructure such as payment systems and other tools that are necessary for participating in modern economy. This is what crypto is facing right now. The access to financial establishment has been limited or reduced to a great extent. All right, so the current banking crisis has brought back memories of 2008-2009 financial crisis. And the dependence on banks to run plumbing of money and payments makes the entire economy vulnerable to mismatches in banks investments and liabilities. The largest banks have exploited their too big to fail status, placing asymmetric high return risky bets. And the recent collapse of three high profile banks, hundreds of regional banks facing worrying outflows, and the US Federal Reserve creating a new backstop facility which is reportedly worth 2 trillion dollars have all contributed to the echoes of prior crises. As the Fed and the Federal Deposit Commission scrambled last week to put together a funding plan in place, we got a flashback of September 17, 2008. Now on that day, 2 days after the collapse of Lehman Brothers, the reserve primary fund broke the buck. Failures at similar short-term money market funds 
could lead to widespread chaos in the economy-wide system for paying employees and commercial contractors. On the contrary, the recent banking crisis has not been good for the crypto community as well. The collapse of Silvergate Bank brought down in part by its heavy exposure to failing crypto firms encouraged anti-crypto politicians like US Senator Warren to call for tough measures against the industry. This led to a guilt by association impact on Silicon Valley Bank as well, although the bank's actual exposure to crypto was proportionately quite low. So authorities shuttered Signature Bank, another crypto favorite, which has indirectly used its relationship with gatekeeping financial institutions to squeeze the industry. Crypto companies that previously banked with one or more of three shuttered institutions have been rejected repeatedly by bank compliance officers as they desperately try to open alternative accounts. Now, despite of all of this negative impact on the crypto industry, Bitcoin remains resilient. Bitcoin's self-custody model removes intermediaries from payments and hard codes monetary policy into a predictable issuance schedule, offering an alternative to centralized model of fiat sovereign currency run by centralized banks in coordination with private banks. So in my conversations with crypto enthusiasts and maxis over the past few years, I've heard a repeated sentiment that crypto is the future. However, I do have reservations about the current reliance on fiat currency as the ultimate option for usage. The dependence on fiat currency as the ultimate conversion for crypto usage creates a speculative environment focused on price movements rather than the technology and use cases. This dependence also creates practical barriers to adoption and limits the potential of cryptocurrencies to gain widespread acceptance as payment and value storage. Decentralized finance can reduce the speculative element and allow for financial activities without intermediaries or centralized entities. Creating self-contained ecosystem where cryptocurrencies are used as payment and value of storage can shift the focus back to underlying technologies and use cases. Alright, now let's try and understand how to tackle the issue of dependency on fiat currencies and some solutions that could really help. So one of the key ways to reduce dependency on fiat currency is to increase merchant adoption of cryptocurrencies. This would allow for direct payments and would eliminate the need to convert to fiat. Another solution is to adopt decentralized finance protocols, which allow for peer-to-peer -peer trading and lending without the need for intermediaries or centralized entities. This would also reduce the need for fiat for financial activities. You could also create stable coins, or I would say better stable coins, which are cryptocurrencies pegged to the value of stable assets such as US dollar that can provide a healthier way to transact in cryptocurrencies without the volatility of the underlying asset. Cross-chain operability can also be important for seamless transfer of value between different chains. Another way is increasing education and awareness about the benefits of using cryptocurrencies that can help reduce the speculative element and shift focus back to the underlying technology and use cases. 
All right, so concluding, dependence on fiat currency as the ultimate conversion for usage is limiting the potential of cryptocurrencies to gain widespread adoption as means of payment and value storage. By creating self-contained ecosystems, we can reduce the speculative element and shift the focus back to the underlying technology and use cases. As the battle to redefine money unfolds, it's incumbent on members of crypto community to engage in behavior that breeds confidence. If they can achieve that, the future is theirs. That's all we have for today. Do tune in next time for more updates on emerging tech. Give us a follow, like the podcast and see you in the next one. Goodbye.